Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are powerful. You're a warrior who bathes in your enemy's tears. Then you step out of that refreshing tear bath and into a bathrobe that somehow looks good on you. Yeah, you can pull off a robe. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you save money for driving safely with Snapshot from Progressive. Mm, savings you can use to buy more robes. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. I just started a case of wine from NakedWines.com, the number one direct from the winery company in the country. They back the world's best winemakers like Carmen Stevens, Matt Parrish, and Scott Kelly, who all make exclusive wines directly for wine drinkers like me. Thank you, Matt. Enjoy. You see, buying from NakedWines.com could save you up to 60% on great wines. So what are you waiting for? Now for the best part. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> get $100 off your first order. Go to NakedWines.com slash get100. Voted number one wine club in America. Welcome to Making Sense of Success a podcast dedicated to finding the meaning of success and empowerment. I'm your host, Daniela. Stay tuned every Monday morning for new episodes. Interested in becoming a part of our community? You can find us on Instagram at Making Sense of Success. Stay tuned for future episode series and pod weeks. Email us at makingsenseofsuccess at gmail.com or shoot us a DM if you'd be interested in sharing your stories of success and empowerment. Thanks for tuning in and joining our journey. Enjoy this episode. Did you want to give our <laughs> listeners a little bio about yourself so that they can get to know you a bit better? Uh, sure. Yeah. So um, I started my own little business. It's called Fearfully Made by Laura. I do um, fiber embroidery, fiber art, uh, jewelry. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Very cool. <laughs> no, and you have a very cool like design and aesthetic, I find. And it's not from what I've been exposed to. Um, what you make is really unique. Thank you. Yeah. Of course. It is. It is unique. No, it is really. Like your designs as well too, they are unique. Um, I know when I came across it, I was kind of like, wow, these are so like beautifully made as well as you can tell that there's probably a lot of effort put into it. Yeah. It's very time consuming. Yeah. yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so to get started, we like to ask a couple questions just so people can get to know you a bit better. So the first one I'll ask you is what's the best piece of advice that you've ever received or given someone? Hmm. Okay. Well, um, the best piece of advice that I've ever gotten from someone was to, um, clearly define like what your purpose is. You know, like, like, so that you hang on to that, stay true to what you started in the first place and just kind of grow and develop that through your business. Right. Um, yeah. And I think my, my, my best piece of advice for someone else would be to, well, do the same thing. Obviously that's a great piece of advice, but also like to just, you know, stay true to yourself and, um, not let like negative feedback get to you just like do your own thing be yourself and you know stay true right and I think that's a really important piece of advice because a lot of the time um especially with social media and stuff I feel like we are exposed to a lot more um negative kind of perspectives mm-hmm. at times with like the haters and stuff in yes, the comments yeah. um, yes but as well as having uh, constructive criticism you know it, mm-hmm. it it's not always easy to hear it, it's valued but 
I think it is important sometimes, like you said, to take yourself out of that situation and not yeah. always be exposing yourself to just that for your own like well-being. Yeah, yeah. I've had I've had a few instances, like some negative experiences on Instagram, but not very many. Um, I think I've been uh-huh. really, really lucky. I think it's because a lot of my followers are faith-based. Right. So um, they're just extra kind and loving people and uh-huh. really understanding and accepting. Um, but, you know, you just can't take things personally sometimes. You just have to move on from it and not let it bother you. As, yeah, and I, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm surprised that you've run into um, some negative comments because you'd think, right, with, like, businesses run by, like, one person and specifically a woman as well, right? Um, yeah. That you'd have a lot of, like, what you probably do, you probably have a lot of support on that. But I, I am kind of, yeah, I'm surprised that you've run into some of that. Yeah, it was weird, but you know, yeah, I think I think it's um as you grow, it's kind of inevitable. It just right. sort of happens, right? So it's yeah. to be expected and and you learn how to deal with it and 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 uh just move on, you know? Well, yeah, that's all you can do. Just not let it like clog up your mind and be the thing deterring you from accomplishing what you want to. <laughs> yeah, and you have to remember too that like everyone is fighting their own demons. It's true. So it yeah. may not necessarily even be about you. Maybe they had a bad day and they're just lashing out at you because you're there. <laughs> right, which is something, yeah, I think that's not really touched on too much. That it's not necessarily um, what they necessarily think of you, but it's more of a reflection of what they're going through, right? Yes, 100%. Yeah. And I think if you're just sensitive to that and try not to take it personally, it's a lot easier to deal with. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other question I'll ask you is, um, do you think over time your definition of success has changed? And if so, what would your definition be? Um, okay. Yeah, I do. I do definitely think my definition of success has evolved. Um, I think when I started out, I really put a lot of emphasis on how many followers I had and like how many sales I made. But at the end of the day, I feel like my definition of success would be like how proud I am of myself. And, and so for me, it's, it's truly defined by how able I am to make others happy because that's when I'm really most proud of myself. So that's what I'm finding today. It's it's not necessarily like the number of sales in my launches or how many followers I have. It's like when I when I get to touch people's lives and I get positive feedback from them and touch their lives in such a such a personal way. It just I I'm just like on cloud cloud nine after and I feel so good. So I think that's success for me. Right, and I think that also comes like what you're saying right with the experience, you know, of kind of being in it and seeing the impact that you're having and the effects you're having on people um, and the connections you probably make with your customers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially with my custom projects, you know, like, Oh man, like I can't even tell you how personal we get like real quick because first you what, like what you're going through, what this piece for you and help you in your life. And then we talk about how I can pray for them and, and like what this piece means for them. And, and so like right off the bat, you know, like right after introduction, we're like deep diving into super personal things. So, yeah. Well, that's no, that's a very beautiful aspect to your business then. Oh yeah. It's really fulfilling for me. It's really fulfilling. And I guess what got you into starting this business um, that is a big question. <laughs> Go ahead. The floor is yours, really. 
okay. So, um, I guess, okay. So when I had my second baby, um, Andrina, uh, about two years ago now, two and a half years ago, um, I was at home with her and like, I love being a mom and I absolutely love, 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 love my kids. I'm obsessed with them. Um, but I did find that I was so obsessed with taking care of everyone properly that I really, I forgot to take care of myself. Um, and I, I really, like, I just, I really fell, I really fell into a deep depression. Um, I always get emotional when I talk about this part. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> so, um, I found that I needed to just make more time for myself during the day. So what I needed to do was take time in the day to care for myself, you know, to concentrate on me, to pray about what I needed in my life. And to just like love myself more and, you know, like I'd gained baby weight that wasn't falling off and it was, it was a really difficult time. So I thought, you know what? I really miss embroidery. Um, it just kind of creates a, a me to my thoughts, forces me to take, you know, a few hours a night to myself where I'm not doing anything else. I'm not cooking. I'm not cleaning. I'm not like doing laundry for the kids, I'm, I'm concentrating on me, right? So at the time, it was very focused on, on nursing myself back to health. And so I was making these pieces. And then I thought, you know what, people might like to buy these. So I reached out to one of my maker friends. And um, we did a show together, uh, an Etsy show, and I sold some pieces and like people I got some really good feedback. And I really enjoyed making these pieces. And so, like, I thought, you know what, I, I really would like to pursue this. And then I stumbled upon making custom pieces. And that's when it started to become more about everybody else. And that, and I think there's a stage also when you're in, when you're in depression, you're just, you're in such a selfish space. Like, right. what do I need for myself? What do I need to do for myself right now? What do I want to eat? What do I want to do? Right. And then you get to a point when you're, when you're coming out of that, where you realize overcoming depression is more about giving back to other people. That's what truly makes me happy. Right. So I turned it around and started focusing on everybody else and what other people needed. And that's what really brought me out of it. And that's what really taught me how much joy this can bring me in serving other people. And I think your story is so beautiful in how you've kind of developed this community in addition to helping yourself, right? Yeah, well, it was born from there, yeah. but it evolved, right? And, exactly. I, and I learned a lot about, about you know, mental health and uh -huh. the journey, too. So it was, it was a really valuable and memorable experience. And I think there are probably quite a few mothers that do struggle with that aspect of not having enough time for yourself or enough time for self-care or even dealing with oh, issues absolutely. of self-love, you know, because you, yeah. you are kind of, you're taking care of so many people around you. However, mm -hmm. you don't have the time to take care of yourself. Um, yeah. And that, that's what happens a lot of the time, right? Because especially with kids, um, yeah. they do require a lot of time, as you probably know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, thank you for sharing that story. You're welcome. And I guess was embroidery something that you started growing up? Like, was yeah. it a very important part of your life, like prior to having your family? 
Um, yeah, it's always been a, a part of my life. I learned how to embroider. Um, my grandma taught me. I used to spend um, my summers out at her cottage um, and we would just embroider together. And uh, not only is the cottage a, a really special place for me, but obviously like my grandma and that whole experience has been really great too. So so I've and right right from there I just you know I, I kept on embroidering sometimes it's, it's pieces for for friends like gifts and um, decorations for my kids nurseries and right. that kind of thing yeah well that's so amazing how it links back to your family as well so it's something that you grew up with yeah yeah and I guess have you experienced any challenges since starting your business or with COVID has that impacted your business a bit uh well, to be honest, <laughs> in a way, <laughs> COVID kind of uh, was a positive thing for my right. business <laughs> because I was laid off of work, right? I have a full-time oh, job no. okay. in addition to, uh -huh. to this small business. So I was laid off, but um, it was good because it allowed me to devote a little bit more time to embroidery right. because I was at home. So I guess... Um... How did you balance it all prior to being laid off? How did you balance, I guess, your family life as well as having your small business in addition to having a full-time job? <laughs> yeah. So um, I only actually work on stuff like after the kids go to bed. Um, and then on the weekends, I uh, embroider when the kids are napping. So it's, it's really only when the kids are in their beds that I do any work. Right. <laughs> No, I get that. My mom used to do that too. I remember she would wake up earlier to work on whatever project she was working on and then take us to school. So she'd wake up at like 5am or something. I don't know how she did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I woke up pretty early this morning. I was like, you know, just bounced out of bed and I was yeah. like, all right, well, let's do some embroidery. <laughs> right. Well, I, and I guess when you have something you are so passionate about and that has like a special place in your heart, like embroidery probably does for you. Um, it, that probably is motivating in itself, right? Even you know though what? sometimes, you know. <laughs> it actually, it really, really is. And, you know, I've tried, like, you know, you, you sometimes you start out and you think, like, okay, I need to find my thing. I need to, I want to make some money and I want to figure out my thing. You know, like, what is it? What am I good at? What can I sell? What do people want, right? But, like, I think eventually you're, the thing finds you, and you know it's your thing when you can't put it down and when you're super passionate about it and tied to it emotionally in so many different ways, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think that this is something probably, right, that will stick with you for a long time. And 100%. I guess, yeah. do you have any goals for your company? Um, or you know, it's you're looking forward to, I guess? <laughs> it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny, like... Uh, the evolution that we've gone through. I say we because my husband is my business partner. Um, oh, wow. That's he, amazing. Uh, yeah. When we incorporated, we decided that he was going to be, you know, like my partner and we were going to make decisions together about this because it does require a lot of sacrifices on his end too. And so it was really important for us to enter this this new part of our business journey with, with a lot of those things defined, right? Like, because it means, it means like, at night, I would normally be doing laundry. Well, I'm not available to do laundry anymore. So he has to do the laundry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like usually I would be cleaning the kitchen or making the lunches. Well, that means that Andrew is going to be doing that. So um, otherwise it's just not going to get done, you know? So, so 
it, it definitely requires mega sacrifices from him. And I'm like super, super grateful for his support and for those sacrifices all the time. Um, I forget what your question was. No, no, it's okay. No, I, no, but I think that's an awesome topic to even touch on that. You have such a supportive partner and I mean to put in the work, right. That you used to do, I guess, but now he's willing to do it. Um, Yeah. Gosh. Like that's not always the case. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And you know, like since he's been so supportive and since he's been a part of all of these different business decision making, um, I just like his support makes me feel incredibly loved. Like our relationship has been strengthened tenfold since we did this together. Which is awesome because that's not always the case. Sometimes you have um, relationships where you enter into like a business partnership and it just doesn't work. Like it it crashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can definitely put a lot of stress on your relationship. And sometimes it does. I'll be honest. But um, I would say 100% we've been better off for it. Right. And I guess, uh, I'm not sure if you have any tips on this, but how do you, I guess, draw that line when it's time for business? Whereas when it's time for just like spending time together? Um, we have date nights, we have scheduled date nights. Um, so Fridays we don't do any embroidery. Um, and if we go out to dinner and talk business, we put it on the credit card, the business credit card. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So that makes it a little like light if we do end up falling into the business, uh, talk again, but Um, and then, you know, like when it's family time, it's family time. Like I'm not hanging out with the kids and Andrew on the weekends and embroidering. We're, we're immersed and present in family time. I think that's, no, that's awesome though, that you're able to separate that and you have, it seems like you have a very good system. So I think it's incredibly important because your children and like the amount of love that they feel from you is, is like time-based, right? It's, it's how much attention, how important they feel and, um, you can't, you can't really, you, you have to be present for that. You can't just like check out, they'll feel like they're ignored and they they're like, they're not important. So the more quality time we spend with them, you can see it. They're happier. They're more, they're well-behaved. They're, they're more engaged in what we're doing. You know, like it's just, it's night and day. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think from what I've heard from my mom, I don't have kids right now. <laughs> Um, but from what I've heard from my parents, when, I guess when we were younger, my sister and I, we, um, would always look to see if our parents were looking at us, what we were doing for like acknowledgement and to see that they were focused on us and giving us attention. So I totally know what you're talking about where your kids are always like trying to see whether you're paying attention to them, whether you're looking at them, whether you're acknowledging what they're doing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So yeah, I can imagine having them. Um, having good behavior is probably a lot better than, uh, like you said, it's nice to see that it's more than one family. It's like that. (laughs) And I guess, where do you see your business going from here? Um, Oh, right. That was the question. Yes. Yes. That was it. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Um, so our business has really evolved and I think, I think if you were to ask me what my dream is like what's what's my end game eventually however many years to get there it would be like owning my own store with like curated goods as well as my embroidered pieces i'd love to have you know more women working with me on creating pieces um and uh yeah that would be that would be my sure and 
little we've taken towards that has brought us closer to it. But it, it does still seem very unattainable to me at this point. It seems like it seems seems like a very far off dream that may or may not happen, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's always good, right, to have short term. It's important um, to have short term goals. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It, I think it is important to have short term as well as those long term goals um, yeah. for your business, you know, because there are things, right, that need to get done in the short term so that you can attain those long term goals, right? It's those, mm-hmm. oh, those yeah. small steps that kind of make the journey, right, all worth it. Yes. Um, so, and you know what? I think it's that's, okay. Yeah. I think so too. And I think, like, that's kind of been. Like my husband has been really great for, for that part of it. Like he's just so business savvy and he Mm. has such great ideas that I would never think of. So some steps that we take are his idea, you know, and at the time it doesn't feel like a big thing, you know, but then you look back and you're like, Whoa, I can't believe that we did that. That was crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And I I think right when you have, um, another person involved in your business as well as someone so close to you, right. Um, you get a whole different perspective on things as well as, Mm -hmm. like you said, new ideas, right. That wouldn't necessarily come from yourself that you wouldn't even think of. Like I, I have that feeling as well in some other projects I do. I find Mm -hmm. that it's so much nicer working with someone just because you get that whole new perspective and a new set of ideas that wouldn't really (laughs) come naturally to yourself. Maybe for sure. Yeah, for sure. And the last kind of deep question I'm going to hit you with, so totally take a second to think about it, um, is what do you want our listeners to take away from this episode? Oh, whoa. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know what? I think uh, one of the messages I continue trying to transmit to everybody that I, that whose lives I touch is, is that it's really important to, um, exercise self-love and also self-acceptance and just like letting yourself be who you are and kind of basking in that, in that love for yourself, you know, like let yourself be weird, um, be kind to others, uh, you know, because God, God was super intentional when he made us all right. You're what you are and who you are is not a mistake. So there's no point in trying to change yourself. You should accept yourself for who you are and, um, just let yourself love yourself. Um, and that's, that's an important message that I always try to, um, give to people. I think that's a beautiful message and thank you for sharing that. That's, it's really important to make that time as you probably realized, right? That time for self-love and also even self-acceptance as you mentioned. So thank you for sharing that message. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) And thank you so much for taking the time to come record with me. You're Um, welcome. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Of course. Um, (laughs) Did you want to share your socials and maybe your uh, small businesses socials so that people can find you and connect with you and purchase your beautiful jewelry? Yeah, sure. That'd be great. Um, so my Instagram handle is fearfully made by Laura and, uh, I have an online shop, uh, fearfully made.ca. I ship worldwide. And, um, I also just started, uh, putting some product in a local place here in Windsor, Ontario called shop aggregates in Windsor. (laughs) Awesome. That's so cool. Congratulations on that front as well. (laughs) Thank you very much. Yeah. They're wonderful, wonderful ladies. They're all of their vendors are value-based businesses. So, um, I'm really proud to be in there. Oh yeah. That's amazing. 
Well, yeah. definitely go check that out. And yeah, cool. that will all link, be linked below. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and give us a rating. Also check us out on Instagram at Making Sense of Success and tune in next Monday for our next episode. This is one of my favorite winemakers, Carmen Stevens. My Shiraz is vibrant. It's quite fruity. I back her through NakedWines.com, where I pay less per bottle because I'm buying directly from the winery. NakedWines.com backs the world's best winemakers. And because I'm buying directly from their website, I'm saving money. Thanks, Carmen. You're welcome. I used to pay $30 for a comparable bottle. <laughs> now I pay $15. Cheers. Get $100 off your first order. Go to NakedWines.com get100. Voted number one wine club in America. This is one of my favorite winemakers, Carmen Stevens. My Shiraz is vibrant. It's quite fruity. I back her through NakedWines.com, where I pay less per bottle because I'm buying directly from the winery. NakedWines.com backs the world's best winemakers. And because I'm buying directly from their website, I'm saving money. Thanks, Carmen. You're welcome. I used to pay $30 for a comparable bottle. <laughs> now I pay $15. Cheers. Get $100 off your first order. Go to NakedWines.com get100. Voted number one wine club in America.